brag about it for the next 10 years <laughs> uh, i'm telling you bro so we're uh we're back at another week here on the grinder getting things yeah. done anything what, what happened last week for, with you man well i you know i was a little, i was a little behind us starting off today reason being is i took all my shit out of my office like you know my extra monitor i mean all my stuff phone everything i moved my ass yesterday to my front desk in my office with the rest of my crew huh why Mix in, man. You know, I mean, you get in your cave sometimes and then I wanted to, nobody cares about my company. And I mean this in, I mean, it's just a fact for you on the business. Nobody in the company should care more about the company or know the true direction. Like you're going to know it. Right. And my goal was to, you know, intermingle my people. I mean, my, my, my front end folks, my account managers, my customer service reps. I mean, they're the face of our company. You know, I can say everything I want about my name being on the door or me being the owner of the CEO, blah, blah, blah. But those people, they're the, they're the face and the voice of your company. That's who your customers see most of the time, right? If you, if you have a system set up where, you know, you're not catching all front end calls, which is impossible for me to do. And frankly, it's not the best way I can serve the company. So yesterday, man, I, I went up there and joined in with them. You know, I, I was enthusiastic when somebody walked in the door. I set an example. I pounded the fucking phones. I answered questions as they were working together because it's kind of a team environment. So somebody, and it's, it's my, less, my least trained staff, my youngest in the industry. So they have a lot of questions, you know. So a lot of times they're shouting out questions to each other, figuring stuff out. Got to join in on that. Gave critiques on, hey, when you talk to somebody, use this word instead of this word, you know just kind of wordsmithing stuff to, to make it flow better. You know, I mean, some people say it's not what you say, but how you say it, you know I mean? That's true. But I, I think it's both. It's, it's what you say and how you say it. I completely agree with that. And that's just a big thing, man. It's, you have to learn how to speak to people. That's right. You, you got to learn that it's, it's crucial. So, you know, I, I'm trying to teach more of that finesse of how you talk to people, how you explain stuff, because how you see it in your head, it's just like this podcast sometimes. I mean, sometimes I sit here and explain something or you and I talk about something. I think it's received one way, but it's, it's not always received that way. People interpret shit differently. So I went up there and joined in, man. Spent some time. I'm going to do that probably at least once a month. Take all my shit, move up there hop in, let them see I'm part of it. Plus guide and mold them. You know, if I want this company to go in a certain direction, I got to be all over that, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, it's about putting in that, that work for, for our culture inside the company, but then also being able to say, Hey, look, you know, he's not only, he's not only telling us what to do or telling us how to do things. He's in here and actually showing that he's been here. He's done it. He's worked through the problem. Um, 
Because, you know, in business, a lot of it is all the same problem, just turned differently. Um, you know, it might just have like a little bit of a different degree on it, or the client is a little bit, you know, softer of a client or a little bit harder of a client, you know, that all the main situations that, that happen in business are roughly all the same shit, just turned a little different. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, when you're new, you don't realize that you think that everything is just new. Everything, every problem is new. Um, but they're not, you know, for the most part. Yeah, no, man. But, and it's also training people to like, my world, I mean, most of what we deal with is problems. Right. You know, I mean, there's a coverage issue, there's a change, there's a, you know, somebody's got a business and they're getting a loan and they have all these crazy requirements or a contractor's getting a new contract with a GC that's super exciting, but there's a two page list of things that come over for how the insurance needs to be listed with all this different verbiage they've never seen, you know, talking about different forms that have to be on their policy and stuff. So, you know, navigating through that and helping people. And so, you know, people have a mindset that like helping people is on good things or giving just good news. And and that's not real world. You know, sometimes it's telling people, it's telling people the facts, you know, not just good stuff. So, you know, not being hesitant when it's bad news or what you think is bad news. Right. Um, just helping clients solve that i mean that's the whole reason we exist you know yeah there's great stuff that comes in new babies born won't you know and need to do this or a kid's got their license finally right that's an exciting time in life or buying that new house which you know all about right I do. so i mean there's that stuff too but you know there's the one of the reasons we exist is is problems and it's weird how people become hesitant when it comes problems yeah, because they don't understand their place, you know, and we were having a meeting the other day. It was one of the things I hit on. I was like, you know, there's a ton of doctors right here in the city of Atlanta today. They give people really shitty news, really bad news about a diagnosis, whatever, but then they're going to tell them what the path's going to be. Right. They don't not give the news. They don't fucking quit their job. <clears throat> That's how they help somebody's got to be the bearer of that, you know, and they're sacred because they do that. They take on, you know, they wear that burden. They take it. They figure out how they're going to help people. Like we got to look at what we do the same, you know, if something's going wrong, something's bad, somebody's died, you know, and we're changing up stuff for them. Like that's, that's how, what we help do, you know, I mean, that's a whole reason we exist is to guide and advise and be a help. Yeah. And so, I, you know, you got to take it that seriously. Cause if not, then you know what you got? A fucking J O B man. Not that only you that. Up and you hate going to. Not only that, I think you run into, you run into a situation where you have a lot more problems than you have more than, than you have solutions. Right. Right. And that's, that's hard to stay in business when you got, you know, 10 people coming to you say, Hey, we have this problem. We have this issue how we're going to fix this. And you can't come up with any command. You can't come yeah. up with any plan, anything to give them a solution. Yeah. You're not going to stay in business long. Right. Right. So let me ask you this. What got you into real estate? To be honest, man, um, the same thing that brings everybody into real estate, freedom. 
Um, the big pimping. The, yeah, the big pimping. You know, <laughs> you, got, you, you wake up at you know one o'clock in the afternoon. You go cash a check. You go back to sleep, and then you wake up, and then you go out and party. You know, that's that's real estate. And, that that's how is that how the recruiters sell it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Do whatever yeah. you want and just cash checks. Yeah, I bet you that's real world. Yeah, for real. Um, but then after I've been in it for a little bit, um, things started changing for me. It was like I found that I was really good at when the shit hits the fan and everybody's like, the fucking deal's done. There's no way we could solve this. And then I'm just like, hey, what if we did a little bit of this and a little bit of that and put these together? Like that's, that's, that's my gold. That's, that's why I get paid right there is because I enjoy putting out fires. You, you like the, you like it when it comes down to the wire. Yeah. It's, it is fun. I've done a couple of acquisitions, man. They almost fell apart and it was, it was in working through it as a team and making it all happen. Some of the funnest shit I've ever done in this industry. But then it's but, also like the most stressful shit you've ever been. Yeah. To. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where you're literally like wearing a path in the floor where you're walking back and forth. You're yes. realize like having sat down the entire time I've been on this phone call, I've been pacing. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But seriously, going back, so really what, what got you into it? Didn't know what the fuck you were going to do with your life. It was an option. Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was the main point. Okay, yeah. So me, same thing with insurance, you know. I mean, I, I was 19, didn't know what the fuck I was going to do in my life. I, I knew that I didn't want to go back to school to be a civil engineer because I didn't know dick about it. And I didn't want to spend four years getting a degree in something. I had no clue, you know, so I knew me cutting grass to pay the bills wasn't going to be, um, wasn't going to do it, you know? So, um, I was, I had the opportunity. I was like, you know, okay. I mean, I just, I just need something to do and try to figure out. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with starting that way. Most people probably do in anything they're in, right, for a career. I, I guess my point is, though, working towards kind of going back from the J-O-B mindset, looking at how you're an asset, you know. You started in it because you're like, shit, I need money, right? Yep. I can do this. I'll, I'll, I'll try anything if it gives me an opportunity for a career. And then, then, then staying mentally focused on that. It may start as a job. It may be a job for the first couple of years to you, but honing in focus. Hey, I helped do this. That made the client feel good. That made me feel good. I really enjoyed it. You know, and then looking at that and go, okay, how do I mold that? How do I make that better? How do I become more successful in it? You know, I think sometimes people struggle with that. They see something, they start as a job and they think it's always going to be a job. And if you hate it, yeah, it's always just going to be a job, but, I would, I would be interested on the statistics of what we look at as successful people, how many of them started in something just because it was like feast or, I mean, not feast or famine, but just trying to scrape by and then right. they became and grew an affinity for it and fell in love with it, you know? Yeah. yeah and, and, and those that have, you know, become the top of their craft in the position that they're at or whatever the, the business, whether it be, you know, for some reason, dental keeps coming to my head. I don't know why. Um, let's just say someone goes into dental just because it was like an easy path, like they're working reception. And then for some reason, they just, you know, whether they, whether they become the top receptionist at, you know, whatever, 
or they become a, a dentist. You know, that, that's, that's the craziest thing that, that, that can happen for me is just like the amount of progression that can happen if you just realize, hey, I'm really good at this thing right now. I really right. like this field that I'm in, but just, I may have just happened to step into it. Yeah. Like a bag of shit, but it, it worked out. Right. So I think, I think that that's super cool, man. That, that for me is seeing people mold into a position. And I think that's why I, I like my team so much. It's just that, you know, they come in and neither one of them were made for the position if that makes sense. Like they, they had not worked in the position that that hired them for. Yeah. And they're molding themselves. And this happens every single time that I hire somebody. It's just like, they start molding into this position. They become really good at that position. And it's just super cool to see, dude. Yeah. Super cool to see. I mean, I think that's why it goes back to building good, solid core values. And then that, that and truly embody you. And then when you go to bring on people, you don't look for necessarily just prior experience. That's not your go-to. When I started in business, that was my go-to. Where was right. the experience? And and that's a flop, man. That's not the way to do it. The way to do it is to find people and you align with you, they align with your values. You see those values echo in them. And you that's a person. Here's the thing. If my insurance agency, my business went belly up tomorrow, it would it'd fuck everything. If you look down the line, I I would be willing to bet anything. You got me in a place where my values align, I'd be back on top. Yeah. Working my way back to top, right? I don't want to say I'm on top, man. I always feel like I'm at the bottom of the shit pile. Trying to trying to trying to dig and get more, right? So always. so much I can learn and be better at. So don't take me the wrong way on that. But you know, I would I would find a path and be working towards it and keeping that, that eye on that North star or where I was going. It, yeah. it just would happen, you know, so finding people that align with that. You're, you're so right. It's so cool to have people with no prior experience start rocking it. They get in a zone and they take it seriously. And I beat that into them and they get there, but you know, so whichever side you're on, I guess my final point on this, you know, whichever side you're on, you're the boss, you're the owner right? You're the manager and you got those people coming in and still in them. Think about where you were. Maybe you were the shithead that started out and just came in at the minute before the place opened and, and literally your keys were jingling 20 seconds before it was close time, right? Maybe that was you too. And if that's the case, then realize how you progressed, how you went through it, right? And then if you're the person that's right now, it's treating it like a job, like think what Think of what would make it not a job. And if it's a shitty company and it's just nothing more than a paycheck and you work for bad people, then do yourself a favor. Make a plan to get out of there. Right. And go somewhere where it can be. Because that's really the only difference. It's not always about working for yourself. The last job I had before I my company, I would do anything for that guy. And I still talk to him all the time because I believed in him and his mission. See, and I gave him a hundred percent until the day I left. And then that's, that's, that's super cool for me. I never had that. I never had that, that place where I just aligned perfectly with what was the plan. Right. I didn't really have any prior experience in, 
and really anything outside of like, you know, the, the part-time jobs that, that I was working up to that point. Yeah. Um, and then, so it was just, I, I never actually, I guess what I'm trying to say is me now, if, if you know, just like you said, if everything hit the, if, if everything hit the fan, Mm-hmm. And I had to go work for somebody. I honestly feel like I'd probably be the best damn employee anybody could ask for. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. honestly feel that way. Um, and that's that. That's it's it's a weird feeling to feel. Yeah, but super cool to think about. Yeah, and I mean the only reason I left that guy. This is just a fact. Utmost respect. Utmost respect. And man, he still teaches me shit to this day. And there's old lessons he taught me that come true just to me working and owning now. I owe so much to that guy. But the only reason I left is because I thought I could build my own culture with my own setup and do it better. And that's no, that's a big goal compared to him. So that is no insult to him. But if I would never have thought that, I would have never have left. I would have crushed it over there, continued to crush it. And, you know, so. Uh, that's the other piece. If you're working somewhere, you think, man, hey, this guy's got it figured out. I'm going to do it on my own. Well, if you don't think you can do it better, like then you, you, you might want to keep hitching your, your wagon to that horse and, and just help them dominate, you know? So that's all I got today, man. I'm cool with that, man. I, I think that, that was a cool little um, breakdown of, of where we're at and what we're looking to do and what the plan is. Um, and who we are. I mean, we keep going back to the new year. It's still the first month, the new year, the new decade. Yay, yay, yay. So, but I mean, I think it's a, it's a great time. New Year's Eve is not the only time to reflect. You should reflect constantly. Yep. And I think this is a good time to really set out and say, okay, hey, here's where I'd like to see my viewpoint on this job or this career. This is where I want it to progress. Think about it. Like, plot it out. You know, you make a road trip somewhere, you sit down and kind of think about how you're going to go, where you're going to stop, that kind of stuff. Shit's not rocket science, man. Super simple. Super simple. You got to apply it. You just got to throw a little discipline on it. Sprinkle a little discipline over that shit. Sprinkle a little bit over it. You're good to go. Add a little bit of consistency and a little sprinkle of the, of the discipline. You'll be all right. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. I, I, th- I, think that, I think that puts us right where we need to be for uh, this week. Next week, the plan is to have Will Gromsky on uh, with First Form. He is, um, he's got his hands in a couple of different things over there at First Form. So I, I think it'd be cool to have him on to get a perspective of just what we talked about, crushing it, and you're not the owner of the business. Um, I think that'll be very good. Nice, nice. I, um, you said persistence. Mm-hmm. I took a picture. I'm, re- I'm reading... Um, it's a really great book. They got a quote in here from Napoleon Hill. I took a picture of it last night just so I wouldn't forget the quote. Napoleon Hill wrote that persistence is to the character of man as carbon is to steel. Makes sense to me. Like, Gotta have it to work it. It's what strengthens you, bitch. <laughs> Makes you big and strong. All right, y'all go out there, get something done, do some plotting, think through some stuff. If it hurts your your brain, then exercise that motherfucker more. You know what I'm saying? Yep. All right.
closes. Grind her out.